minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3 0. Call it, take it quickly, Origi! Hey everybody, this is Martins, the host of the show, and I'm listening to the Never Walk Alone podcast. The show made for all Liverpool fans to discuss the in depth analysis of every game, the results, fixtures, injuries, transfers, and so on. We like to know what fellow fans have to say about our games. Listen to this podcast and stay with us. Welcome back to another episode of the New York Alone podcast. Um, this past week, saw Liverpool draw against Brighton and got a win against Rangers. This um, episode will be a little bit different from the previous ones as we'll be having um, post-match reactions from very Liverpool fans and I also have with me just a guest, a guest instead of two. So stay with us and enjoy. Thank you. Uh, so um, today I've got um, Timmy, a Liverpool fan, <laughs> obviously on this podcast. Is my only guest for today. Welcome, Timmy. Good, that's good, man. Good. Hope you, are, hope you are doing well. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you. Yeah, so let's go into business. First thing first. Um, well, we had our game against Brighton, where we had misfeelings because <laughs> we, we were in twenty before twenty four minutes. We were two goals behind. Then we came back to win three two. Then in the eighty fourth minute. Trossard put a dagger in our hearts <laughs> to, to equalize and scoring um a trick. How do you feel about our game against Brighton? Like you just said, that thing wasn't a dagger, bro. That was a sword. That was a sword, <laughs> Guy, I was I didn't understand. Because at that stage, I think um one of my guys came over, he was watching the Chelsea game at that point. So I just got this show like guy three three. I didn't believe, but generally that game, we were so lackluster. The way we started the game, the intensity wasn't there, wasn't apparent. We weren't compact enough. See, I caused Hendo up over five times that first half. I won't lie. I'm one of the Hendo supporters. I'm, I'm on your side, basically. You know, you know this. I'm on your side. So, my G, first half, I was like, why is this man saying that in Henderson? I beg, I'm done. You understand? So when he gave that pass, that now led to, I think that led to one of Firmino's goals. Yeah. When he did that, I was like, okay, he tried more. I blamed Hendo that first goal because he wasn't tracking the midfield runner. You know, when you're in a 433 you're in the midfield, you have to follow the midfield runs. You understand? Guys were just blaming Trent, but Trent couldn't do much at that stage anymore. Trent was poor. The second goal was his fault. But like yeah, handled in there to do more. Exactly. He had to track the runner. But generally that first half, the way it played out, I was like, if we get a draw in this game, I'll be all right. At least at least let Van Dyke's record still be still be intact. <laughs> my OG, Van Dyke is my favorite player. Yeah, he's my favorite player in Liverpool. Trying to I was I was um, I was rooting for that record. Okay, let's not lose today. Let's not just lose. But the way we now came back with Fiat impact, you saw what he did for that Firmino second goal. That was a beautiful goal. I think that goal wasn't from the back. Beautiful goal. Since goal. Yeah. Result. 
very sweet guy. That grew, man. I watched you grow. I was like, nah, because as the as I was going, I just kept on saying to myself, don't shoot, don't shoot, don't shoot. Because we know we both know Diaz. Diaz will get his nose pieces. Guy, I don't know if that guy will just take one shot. But like, yeah. he calmed down. He, he was composed. He picked out the right pass. And for you know, thank God, his composure came to play. He scored a beautiful goal. I'm like, I was like, okay, we can do this. Two, two, let's go. Got the own goal. Then I was really believing we could win the game. I was expecting a fourth goal at that point, to be very honest with you. But you could have scored the fourth goal, actually. You could have scored. Definitely. You could have scored, bro. could have scored. And the Milner chain, people are always complaining. I was complaining that day, that Milner stop. Because Simicas wasn't too good that day against Brighton. He wasn't too good. But still, leave Simicas at bed. Just leave Simicas. I don't know if he was scared that Simicas would get injured because Robo is currently out. Yeah. Maybe he didn't want to see that Simicas plays. Exactly. We still had to play Rangers midweek. I think that came into Klopp's mind. And it was now like, Omo, let me give Simicas some rest. But I still feel, I still feel the, the subs were, were too early. It was around the 60-50 minute or something. It was way too early. And, and exactly. The subs were, were early. Um, he felt maybe Simicas, let's save him some minutes so he can recover well. But man, honestly, Klopp's lineup, I was kind of disappointed. I expected at least Nunes or Jota to start. You understand? I expected Nunes or Jota to start or Diaz. When I line up now, came and all three, no, but none of them were there. I was like, what's going on? And I also Henderson. I was surprised. But the way the game now started, man. But overall, overall, a very, very frustrating game. Very, very frustrating game. Lucky not to lose with the way we started. And so disappointed not to win. You know, there are some games like that. You're lucky not to lose, but like you're still highly disappointed you didn't win. So, so I think a draw was a fair result. <laughs> a fair result, like yeah. just had to get better, better, yeah. better the draw down to down to lose at Anfield. Um, I got a very popular fans question uh, about our game against um okay. Brighton. Let's see what you asked me. What you had to say. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me on your podcast. First things first. Henderson can't be starting balls in Big Twins 22. That guy was a very big problem, not for the other team, but for us. The first goal, he cost it. He cost it. The other players, they were trying to like regroup, and Trent sleep, slipped. And that was about that. I see no reason why he started that game, to be very, very honest. He can start maybe once in a while, but he should not be a regular starter. As I said, as in, the only problem I had with the starting lineup was Diaz not starting and Carvalho starting because Carvalho was not really impressive and Diaz, when he came on, there was a very big difference. The defense in general was trash in that game. The defense was just rubbish. From Van Dijk, Matip, Tissimikas, they all did nonsense. The only person I pitied was Alison because Alison really tried. Alison gave his all. If not of Alison, that match would have been very, very embarrassing. And that was a home game. They would have crushed us. So I feel like 
and there's this thing that we like we like losing first half i don't know if club puts money on it every weekend but we love losing first half or they must cause it's just something that like it's like it's like something that we love doing now it's it's like an habit now and it affects the game because we come into the second half instead of like trying to like defend our lead or increase the lead now we are the ones trying to chase the game and playing like that it won't take us anyway to be very honest if we keep losing every first half to make champions league will be god's grace that's if we, if we don't even go to conference league positive from the brighton game on my account if you brighton game positive, yeah. and that that is roberto for me no, <laughs> there's no other positive <laughs> for me. Salah missed, Salah missed chances that game. I remember Salah missed chances. I think the only positive would be Firmino's goal scoring is still going on. You know, we just have to appreciate his effort so far this season. So many people I, kept on calling him washed at the I end of last it. season that they shouldn't give him a new contract. People kept is finished. He should go. <laughs> arguably, what? It's been, it's been, it's been a best, arguably. It's been oh, our best player this season. Yeah, arguably, yeah. at a very high level this season. This Firmino season, eh, if he continues in at this scoring at this rate, he will, uh, he will reach that 17-18 season that we always talk about. That 17-18 season where he had that wonderful Champions League campaign. Champions League, yeah. that people always bring up <laughs> the picture. You understand that picture? I think almost every Liverpool fan has that picture. You yes. must have saved that picture once in your life. I think he's sure, sure, goals sure. and assisted <laughs> like the total man that season he was on fire. So I think the main positive was just Bobby Firmino. Diaz did well when he came on. He had some impact, but I think Firmino was the main positive. Then where we got it wrong was, was I'll still keep saying it, our defensive organization. I'm expecting much better from Virgil van Dijk. And for him to now make the telling crucial error for the Trosser hat trick and the equalizer, it was just heartbreaking because this is could have, people, people say, like people say he could have, he could have done better with the clearance because the, the ball Definitely. looked like it slips past him. Definitely. We see the thing when most people, people blame van Dijk for what we both consider this season. I'm always like, these guys are stretching. People are just pushing agendas. They don't like Van Dyke. But that day was glaring like, okay, he should have cleared that ball. There's no excuse. You go for the clearance and you like, go, you miss, you miss mm-hmm. the ball. Exactly. <laughs> you understand that kind of thing? There's nothing you can say. You just have to pull your hands up and say, okay, this one is clear. It was his fault. So I think he's human. He himself, he admitted it like during the international break that. He's not had the best of starts. And people should understand that professional footballers go through all these runs. So I think he was excellent with Netherlands in the international break because he was playing three at the back. And that system, I think, brings the best out of him because he can just stay and debate everything. So I think if Klopp, Klopp never changed up from but if he does that, to do us so well. But basically, in general, where we got it wrong was our defensive organization and midfield runners. Midfield, midfielders not tracking the runners. Yeah, yeah. It was it was obvious. Um, the the new what they wanted, and this is not the first time Brighton will be as playing us at Anfield. 
Because if you could recollect last season, when we had the 2-2 draw, we, we were 2-0 up in how many minutes very early in the game, then they came back 2-2. So Brighton, Brighton have like they've been having some kind of edge against Liverpool, and I hope it ends <laughs> like very soon. Because I can't expect, I can't, I can't we, imagine us dropping points every season so. Brighton. Bro, we all hope so. Do you know the funniest thing? Then we will now go to Amex. We'll go to Amex and get one boring win. One zero. <laughs> one eventful win. God bless you. We'll, <laughs> we'll go to Amex and play one zero. And, and we are done. Oh, well, like, life goes on. <laughs> it's so annoying. But when yeah, we so come that, to Anfield, these guys want to, want to squeeze our neck. <laughs> to squeeze our neck. Well, yeah, there were periods in that first half. We didn't see anything. We are looking for ball, guy. Yeah. <laughs> we see ball. That's the playing. That's the playing. pattern, because there's just not nothing had changed. There's just just the same way they used to play. Same way they played Manchester United earlier in the season. Same way they've been playing since last season. So I just feel the, the new coach just had little to do. He had little to do. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I, about that. Um, I don't know. Let me not digress too much. But about that, actually, Deserbi is one of the very good coaches. The one that kept in that 2.5. Remember? So he basically plays that kind yeah. of Korean and Potter football. Yeah. So it wasn't a tough job for him to take. And it was a very smart move from the Brighton board to pick him up. So kudos to them. And um, yeah, that's all I have to say for that game. All right. I, I hope we bounce back as, as soon as possible. Yeah, so what would be your priority um end to this season? Like where do you see us finishing this season? Because it's looking like it's looking like like <laughs> now 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 like this, uh it's like all the Apple fans don't don't check the table anymore. We don't want to know where we are on the table. We don't want to know how many goals we scored, how many points we've had. We just want to win, then check because currently we are ninth <laughs> on the table. Yeah, yeah. We are ninth on the table, and that's that's very bad considering the status to Liverpool. So where do you see us finishing? Do you see us playing Champions League football? Do you see us winning any trophy this season? Do you see us the domestic cups? Do you see us striving and retaining our titles because we own them right now? Funny enough, this this league table currently reminds me of our famous 2010 season. We all remember if you are a true loyal fan. Yeah, that season was torture. Like we, <laughs> I, I felt like we we're just glued, glued to mid table mediocrity. Like that season, we were just mid table. It was just so dead. I don't know if you look at the table. That just all reminds me of. I don't know why. But <laughs> um, realistically, I still think we will make the top four because I'm not too convinced about Spurs. They started well, but like with their recent results, I'm not 100% convinced about Spurs. Same with United. I'm not 100% convinced about United being the top four. Then now it's left with Chelsea and Arsenal. Chelsea are beginning to make a little change in fortunes for the past two results. But still, I think we can battle with Chelsea for that third or second position. You understand? Arsenal, yeah, we are growing that. We are that. City, City owns the league, right? Yeah, yeah. With the way it's going, I don't think there's any like. I don't think there will be a title race this season. 
not to sound pessimistic, but I think it's already over. If Berlin Holland and Brenner stay fit, <laughs> or more, see, forget about it, just be eight games, even if it's five games, uh, games, from Haaland and Gebrenna and Phil Foden and Bernardo Silva and bro, and nobody's Grilich catching us and, and Alvarez, yeah, Julian Alvarez and Julian Alvarez. See, Julian Alvarez might out might end up outscoring Jota this season. Do you know how outrageous that sounds? If you say if you said that thing beginning of this season, you sound like a fool. No, you just just reason you, you said that thing you know, for you sound like a fool. But if you now look at it, Julian Alvarez might actually outscore Diogo Jota. Diogo Jota that was scoring like a superstar beginning of last season. His best season. Do you know Diogo Jota's last goal for us? Do you remember his last goal? <laughs> his last, last goal, goal was against Man City. <laughs> Oh yeah, true. True, yeah. That too, too. Must, yeah. So that has been, I think that was in March or April. So when you think about March, that was when we did the competition. It's been so long. And and his his overall game is actually improving. I give credit to him for that. His link-up play, his dribbling is getting better. Because I remember when he used to score those goals, Jota would be like, you understand? But like to cut everything short, I see us coming second or third at a stretch. If we are too poor, I see us just sneaking into the top four. Then I think we will win a domestic trophy. Yeah, because the champion league. Which 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 of the domestic trophies? The FA Cup or the Carabao? I rather we. I rather we. I rather we win. You know, I know. You know, it sounds funny, but I rather we win the Carabao Cup. <laughs> well, you have to hear me out on this one. <laughs> you have to hear me out because we have the most Carabao Cups. And that was like a real, you know, you know, in the 70s, Carabao Cup actually had more value than the FA Cup. FA Cup yeah. That was the era when we were most successful. And that's like the trophy we still had. Yeah, that's the trophy we have the most. You know, we don't have the most league titles, we don't have the most FA Cups. Yeah, yes, exactly. So that's like our own. Yeah, we got ahead. So I think, yeah, champion much better to win. But man, ever since that Madrid heartbreak, I like being very realistic about my hopes and dreams. Champions, you know, we are European royalty, you know, we are. Where we are, where we go everywhere in Europe, I would win a lot, but man, I don't see it this season with the way we are defending. Defending plays a huge role in Champions League. So I think we win the Carabao Cup, we get into the top four. It will be a slightly disappointing season, but next season, <laughs> next season is Resilencia season. Mark my words. Resilencia. <laughs> <laughs> Next season, <laughs> I will say too much. I will say too much. The real, the real was no. <laughs> the real was no. Okay. No problem. Yeah. So talking yeah. about talking about the Champions League, where we we played against Rangers at home and we won 2-0. Goes from Arnold and Musala. 
there were set pieces actually. A free kick go from um, Trent and the penalty um, go from from Salah. What does it say about the game? Yeah, that game was very interesting for me. I think that game has been the most interesting game we have played this season besides the community shield against um, Man City. Yeah, I true. know like when when it comes to entertainment that you, I won't say but like what, what really was intriguing for me was the shape we played because I've had so many numerous opinions. UEFA Champions League set of so set of support 4 2 3 1. Uh, Trent after the game said it was a 4 4 2. Some people say 4 2 4. Jota played 4 2 4, yeah. Like, but when you know, <laughs> you understand when you now watch the game, um, Darwin was popping up on the left, popping up on the right, Diaz was popping up in the middle, Salah was going, it was all over. Like, I liked the flexibility of the front four. I liked the compactness of the midfield too. I liked how Hendo was covering for trends actively and even shouting and, you know, back, that was Hendo's best game for us in a while. Best game so, so far. Like, and uh, I'm happy, I'm happy, so <laughs> I'm happy uh, Liverpool fans gave him his flowers, for real, because on my, every on my tear, I was just seeing Hendo presses and my head, yeah. was, my head was swelling. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was happy, I was happy. You'd be I'm like, happy for yeah, that's, that's my trend. captain. And my capital. <laughs> that's my capital. <laughs> yeah, Hendo, Hendo was very impressed too. He, he hardly missed place yeah. passes. He had that, that beautiful ball over the top. You know all these over the top passes he keeps trying. Yeah, One and they were connecting. They, they were, were connecting. connecting. Yeah, they were connecting. There, there was one he gave. He, was he gave Nunes, and you know Nunes, Nunes to Rabin and ask but Nunes uh, eat it to the goalkeeper. Yeah. It was a clean pass. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was one he gave Salah. There were numerous passes. Was I was great. just like, this, this is my Hendo. Hendo was playing like Dan Silva. Hendo was balling yeah, that so... day. And well, what, another thing another thing I noticed that many people didn't even spot out was how good Thiago was defensively. Thiago had like six, five, four or five tackles. I think he, he had, had one interception. He had most, most recoveries, I think, hit. Yes, yes. Thiago was absolutely impeccable. Like, many people don't see that side of his game, and it's, it really bothers me. Like, that's I why think, I always I think it's just because, it's because it's Thiago, and we expect that from every every match day. So, nothing special. So, just like Endo <laughs> just did something out of the out of ordinary, you get. So, yeah. that doesn't do something normal. He did it, then you'd be like, wow. So this guy has this thing, this thing in him. But it was just like a normal in office for, for Thiago. No, what I was even um, talking about was the defensive aspect of, of his game that day. I think he, he really recovered the ball so many times. And that's the way he of his game that people don't really notice. Yeah, people don't really notice. So overall, it was a very good game. And I'm very interested to see if club goes, goes to that shape more often. I would enjoy it. I would like him to. So let's see if we can kick on from from there. So talking about talking about um this formation, we um, I had a Liverpool fan um talk about this formation. And this is what he had to say. Thanks for having me on this podcast. Yeah. So what I think about the formation adjustment. Now, at some points, all big teams need to evolve. 
I just hope that this is Corp's version of Tactical Evolution. As we all know how stubborn he is. So, um, this 4-2-3-1, personally, I think it should be our regular formation this season. Because as we've all witnessed, Klopp has instructed Salah to play wider, which I think is in order to accommodate Nunez. So, um, our regular 4-3-3 is just, would act, it's actually a setup, you know, a setup that favors players like Firmino who can drop deep, you know, link up play and you know um excellent personality, you know, create chances for the wingers, the inside forwards. But Nunes is not that kind of player. Nunes is a natural nine, like Haaland. And you see how Haaland plays in Man City. Haaland has no business dropping deep. Haaland just finds pockets of space, you know, run, makes runs in behind the defenders and scores. You know, you barely see Haaland do anything outside the box, which I think we should emulate, you know, because see how, how many goals has Haaland scored. So, um, yeah, so I think we just stick to this 4 2 3 1. Um, since Salah is playing much more wider due to Klopp's instructions, we shouldn't sacrifice Salah's goals for nothing. Salah is playing wider so he can create more chances for Nunes. So, if you're playing 4 2 3 1, we have our two, um, midfielders there we also have our three um attacking midfielders basically and so that would be diaz salah and um preferably Firmino in the center who can create chances for nunes nunes should just stay centrally in order to like just score goals basically yeah and i hope um basically i hope we you know continue this <laughs> play play this formation against us now you know and let's just hope for the best yeah, so um, do, you, do you think we should continue with this formation against Arsenal or you think we should go back to our 4-3-3? Considering our 4-3-3 formation um, is a well-known formation and we use it against Arsenal and we win. You get, like, we win against Arsenal with this same formation. Do you think we should stick with it or go to the 4-4-2 or 4-2-3-1 or 4-2-4 formation we used against Rangers. thing is, I know Klopp will stick to 4-3-3 against Arsenal, but I would love him to, like, rotate. Sometimes you play the 4-4-2 or the 4-2-4. You understand what I mean? Because this 4-2-3-1 that people are saying, me, I didn't really see it as a 4-2-3-1. Let me be honest. Let me not lie to you. When most people same, I never saw it as four two three when I was confused as is it just allowed us to play the ten <laughs> or is it that we know to play the ten? I don't know what you're saying. Just that I don't even know. Actually, so I, in some in some cases balls. I saw I saw four two four and four four two in most cases yes, during the game. Exactly. So in, in most in most cases of the game, most passages of play it was a four two four or a four four two. What made me confused? That for when Trent now said after the game that it was we set up as a 4-4-2, and he now said we had more natural wingers. And if you notice during that game, Hendo kept shouting at Salah to track back for Trent. You understand? So it was more like natural wingers, Diaz and Salah, then they were feeding Jota and Nunez. And in some cases, Darwin was rotating with Nunes and Jota was rotating with Salah, some kind of, you know, passages of play. 
So that was why it was also filmed that we could see that beautiful interchange of play. Forget the fact that we didn't score from open play. I thought that we created so many chances from open play. And if not that, the, most of the efforts were straight at the goalkeeper. And keeper had a very good game. He would have scored up to five. So it was, a, it was a good formation, good structure. Another interesting thing was the compactness when we were defending. It really helped us stop all those counter-attacks. So I, I like the shape. I really, I, I really hope Klopp in future uses this formation a lot more. Yeah, uh, hopefully. Yeah, so um, Trent, we saw Trent scoring a free kick. <laughs> Um, this as my boy, uh, against, my boy. against Rangers. <laughs> what do you feel about this? Uh, do you think this is going to boost his confidence going going to the season? Because he's yeah. been receiving a um, lot of criticism of recent. So with him scoring this um week, do you see do you see him um coming back to being the trends we used to know? Yeah, that's the thing. After the game, I didn't watch the club interview. I didn't watch any other person's interview. I just went on YouTube the next day and I searched for Trent's interview because that's my guy. Anytime Trent is playing poorly, I always, I always feel it like deeper than almost any other person. Because if it's Van Dyke, I know he's a big guy. He can deal with it. He's experienced. If it's Salah, I know Salah will eventually come back. He's a stone cold killer. That guy will come back. You understand? But yeah. when it comes to Trent, I always feel for Trent the most because I know rival fans are on his head more than any other person. Chelsea fans are constantly on his head because of comparisons to James. England fans are like, this guy cannot defend. He doesn't need to like. Everyone is constantly on Trent's head. Even Barcelona fans are on Trent's head because they don't like the Daniel Alves <laughs> comparisons or those kind of things. So I feel Trent is victimized a whole lot more than any other person. Maybe on a similar level to Salah, because Salah too was getting lots of heat one time because of the whole money thing. I think we're trying to build up something. But I'm happy that he said after the interview that he sees these things. He knows these things. Like, he goes on social media, but he just blocks it out. That he's mature enough to understand that this is part of the game. And really what he was saying in the interview was mostly this is all part of the game. Like, you know, we see these things, we just try to filter it out. He knew that from a young age, he broke into the team, there was always going to be talk around him. So he tries to take the, the positives and improve and also take the negative, block it out, filter it out, take only the constructive part and just try to be better. So I really think this goal will help his confidence. I think it will help him move on and I hope he does he does really well in the next couple of because the big month for us if Trent has a very good month there's a 70% chance who have a very good month too so I feel he's a very key player for us he's our key playmaker he's our main playmaker you can say that so yeah I, I think he'll come good I think he'll come good. yeah hopefully hopefully it comes good because um walk up is near and well, I think there's a slot already for him because Walker is is out injured, which means Trent has to be involved, even if he's not performing at the top level. But then I hope it, it helps him so we can start in the England team during the World Cup. Hey, <laughs> about, I'm giving up on that. I was I was I was supporting the English team all through the Euros. I really wanted them to do well. 
because yeah, I like them. Trent is there, Hendo is there, my guys are there. But when I've seen the way Gareth Southgate is setting up that team, it just feels like he's setting up the team the worst way for the individuals, for his best players. Like he's not getting the best out of them. So I really now I want Trent to miss the World Cup. He should stay in Melwood and improve, improve, play with Salah, play with uh, Diaz, train with them, train with Milner. You understand? Just refresh, reset your mind and kick on again. I know it's selfish. I know he really wants to be there. But honestly, with guys out there, I don't see England doing anything since the group stage. And luckily, they are going to most likely play Senegal. That is whoever comes second in Netherlands and Senegal's group, which is most likely going to be Senegal in the round of 16, if they win their week. So if they meet Senegal and they manage to beat Senegal, I don't see them coming out of that quarterfinal. So for me, if you don't go to the World Cup, now Walker is injured. If Walker misses, most likely he'll go to the World Cup. But what's the point going to the World Cup and sitting down on the bench? You travel all the way to Qatar. You yeah, that, that was a factor too. Playing. You understand? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, for me, I want him to stay at Melwood or at AXA, not Melwood anymore. Yeah, AXA. <laughs> yeah, so um, I had um, a Liverpool fan, Don Joe, talk about trends and um, his goal against Rangers. This is what he had to say. Thank you for having me on this podcast. So, yeah, um, the goal against Rangers, um, very good goal, very good goal, very good free kick. Um, aside the goal, the performance was very, very matured, and I think the tactical change really helped him. Like, we weren't leaving him exposed. Like, I was just so impressed with club more in particular than trend but going forward that is a good step but it's just one game so i think we should not go ahead of ourselves and he should not like allow this get to his head she just like i never said um on monday night football he should just put his head down and keep walking so if he continues walking like he's heading the right direction with this and i, I just i don't know i'm having these vibes of trend um Leicester 2019 trend against Arsenal. So if you can pull off such performance against them, then that would be very, very good. And that would be very nice for for him. So I just hope. And I, I know that for sure this is a step in the right direction. So I'm happy. Yeah, so Timmy, we're back to our game against um Rangers. We saw... Club doing the same formation and the same substitution he did against Brighton, bringing on Elliot Amuna. And we saw it's it's brought about two shots on targets, which um uh, which um one was um Simikas making a making a goal line clearance, saving a goal for for us. What do you feel about the substitution and how do you see them playing out later? Because is is you are obviously going to see Elliot Amuna coming on because of the um <laughs> Because of the availability of the midfielders, we don't really have legs in the midfield and we have to bring on Muna and Elliot. How do you see? What do you say about that? Guy, at this point, I just feel then they respect Muna because of seniority and maybe some grey heads way Baba gets. I don't know if you saw the last video on the LFC, LFC TV, uh, like on YouTube. James Muna has a door. James Muna door. 
he has it in that way. Yeah, yeah, he has it. He told, he told, he told um, the architect or whatever to, to put his name there, I remember. You, you, you understand? I heard that thing since I thought it was cruise. I saw that video, I saw the, the poster there. So I just feel the one that they are just giving them so many appearances. Honestly, that's what I think at this point. Or they just feel he has that calming leadership presence to close out games. That's not bad. But when you have, honestly, I want to see more about this boy by Chetich. I don't know about you guys, but I like what I'm seeing from that boy. I hope it doesn't turn out to be a Pedro Chirivella or or Jay Sparing. Oh, but I, I like what I'm seeing from um, by Chetich. I think. I, I also like I also like I also like the boy. I've I've, I've watched him play during the preseason and some of the games. But I've, I've seen him play. Yeah. But before before you can think of bringing him back to the team, don't forget we have Otomelo who has not have, uh, had an appearance for us. So it's it's, it's um, a very long long way for for budget. Well, I actually forgot about Arthur. like since after the unveiling, some days I just forget that he's actually playing for us or we actually signed him on. But honestly, Klopp, you know how Klopp always goes, especially when the player was playing in a team that had a very different playing style and the player's playing style individually is very different to the usual Klopp midfielder type of play. He usually gives them so long. I remember when Fabinho came into the team, when we signed Fabinho, he didn't start Fabinho for so long. He was using Hendo at the six. I remember vividly. He didn't start Fabinho for so long. When Robertson came, Moreno had to get injured before Robertson could start. So I think it's just a case of Klopp making him get acclimatized to our playing style, letting him keep training, 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 till he's really used to how we play and physically and mentally. And then for Elliot, for Elliot, he even said it after the game, I really need to work on my defending. There's one thing Elliot needs to work on, it's his defending. And I think he needs to bulk up, add more weight, you know, be more solid and he needs to be more tenacious in the midfield, in his duels. He needs to be more aggressive. I think it's really will go so far. Look at Bernardo, he's not the biggest. And Silva works hard, he hassles people on the ball when he's pressed. Elliot can do things that way. You know, I'm not saying it should be Bernardo Silva. I'm not saying that. Let nobody come and quote me and say, I said, have the earlier you remember No, I did not. I said he can take a thing or two, you know, learn how to be more aggressive in his duels. I think it help him. Too many people, they're giving up on those two. They're like, the bastard too. <laughs> Our squad, many fans, they're giving up. Like, these guys should be released for, for nothing. They don't care again. But I think when those two come back, we'll see less James Milner, and yeah, I think it should be for the good of the team. Yeah, so I had um Wesley yeah. talk about Milner and Elliot. Some situation. This is what you had to say. Yeah, thank you for having me on the podcast. I'm here to talk about the Javi Elliot and Milner substitution for our last game. I'm not really going to talk about Milner that much because he's not meant to be in our club, and he was actually not bad yesterday. But Javi Elliot, what club hasn't realized is. Javi Elliott exposes us. He exposes that right-hand side. He draws his own players out of position. Look at the gaps that were there for that Tissimika's clearance. Look at the gaps. He affects Trent. He affects Matip. 
his inability to cover for Trent, drags Matip and Trent out of their position, leaving gaps in our back line. That is something Klopp doesn't understand yet. And if you want to start Elliot, he should not be as a player, as, as a center mid to cover for Trent. It won't just work. What would be the positive from the game? Because you are in the, I'm talking about the Champions League now. We've won two games. We've lost one. So uh, where do you see us finishing? And considering Napoli are at the top now with nine points, scoring massive goals. We said we saw the, how they emulated Ajax at home on, on Tuesday. How do you see us finishing the in the Champions League group? Uh, and any, any positive from from the performance in the Champions League? The major positive from the performance in the Champions League. I would say was our intensity in the first half. Because we've been saying intensity, intensity. Oh, that pep don't go right to intensity. But we've all seen <laughs> that it's, it's been disgraceful so far this season. But generally, if you can check the running stats, you will clearly see that we ran more, we pressed more, the Rangers game. The general intensity that game was on, we were on it. So, yeah, that's my major point. But where we can finish in the group, I would say second, realistically. But I think the outcome of the final table in the group will change on our deciding final game at Anfield against Napoli. Remind the last time we played Napoli at home in the last game of the championship group stage. We won the We didn't have done that. We didn't have done that. So hopefully we'll be lucky again this year. I'll take a one nil scrappy dirty win if it means we can replicate that fantastic heroic Champions League. You know that year I think we came second in our group. If I'm not wrong, PSG was in our group, right? Yes, yes. PSG was in our group, and we came second. If I'm not wrong, so yeah. see if we come second to Napoli and we stand one year last day. Um, I'll take it because the way I'm seeing some top teams that we are seeing as big teams might not come first again, so there's nothing to fear. You understand what I mean? So, I mean, I'm okay finishing second. It's not the end of the world as far as we qualify. We just have to beat Ajax in win and beat Rangers in win. Once we do those, we are guaranteed qualification. So, we can go into that Napoli final game with less stress. You understand? Napoli team, they will know that it's qualified most likely because they'll be the living hell out of Rangers. <laughs> I can't wait for that. That Napoli Rangers game is something to be old. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I feel, I feel Ajax, Ajax, Ajax won't, won't be. Won't be an issue for us. We just need to beat Napoli. Just to win our games before Napoli. So we can be rest assured, even if we drop points, then we finish in second. Exactly. Let's go into that final game without any pressure or extra stress. And that's all time. So, yeah. That's that's about that. I think I'll take second place. I won't be too disappointed because yeah, knockout ties. That's your game club specialty. Knockout games. Club doesn't show who many ways. So we can we can we can we can match up against almost anything. I'm not too 
scared about that. Yeah, so um talking about Arsenal now, our next our next game is Arsenal in Premier League at the Emirates Stadium. <laughs> Arsenal from they won their game tonight, 3-0 between Budo, Budo, yeah. So um what are your expectations going to the game? Your preferred lineup and your possible scoreline prediction. Yes. So the Arsenal game, man. You see Arsenal are like Jota's dogs. Jota, Jota. Jota, Femino. And ironically, one is a hot form while the other is it's a terrible form. So I think if it's been one of them that will score. And I think of the past few years, we've dominated this fixture so much that they played us four times last season and they couldn't score a single goal. They, they didn't the four fixtures. <laughs> they didn't celebrate a single goal. I can't even remember. I don't even think they celebrated anything of note for any point of those games. I think the only thing they celebrated against us on the pitch last season was Minamino's open post miss <laughs> last minute for that new I think that was the only thing they celebrated against us. They were brand jumping. They were so happy, my bro. I swear you think they qualified. They were so happy for that new meal. But like on a serious note, Arsenal have been very impressive this season. They've been playing beautiful stuff. I've been impressed by Ateta. I've been impressed with the way they've set up. I've been impressed by Saliba. I think in the Tottenham game, I was watching the game with my bro and my dad. I was telling them like, yo, look at these guys. Saliba is the real thing. This guy is very solid. He will be a star. Like, he has the potential. He's very, very composed. He's quick. He's big. He passes the ball well. Reminds me of Van Dijk in very, very young body. But let's not go too far now. He started the season very well. He might build up on it. He might fall by the wayside. But we should be wary of us now. We shouldn't go in there thinking this is a work in the park. We shouldn't go in there like like a physical. We should come with that intensity like the stranger. And I think... Yeah, if we, if we don't consider an early goal, because one thing I've noticed whenever we play out now, like they always start better than us. They, see, that second leg Carabao Cup game that we were yellow. I don't know how they didn't score in the first 10 minutes because it was wave after wave at some point. They had a free kick, they're just hanging on. And that has been the key to us beating us now in those games. It's not always the swashbuckling attack, it's like Solidity and composure in defense to withstand their early pressure. So when they do their initial drag finish, like they come back and yeah. So I think that's just the nature to let us withstand any form of pressure they give. And let's not give the home crowd a reason to get into the game. Let's calm the home crowd down, then we can strike in second or end of first half. So my preferred lineup. For that game, I don't know. I'd have loved to see Colate at some point because Jesus is very, very tricky and we need a very aggressive defender. You know, some days Matsit can be very, very, I don't know, 
but Konati hasn't had enough match fitness. So it will be Virgil, Marty, Trent, Simicas, Thiago, Fabinho, Hendo, Salah Diaz, and Jota or Femido. So position I'm not. I'm not saying my preferred lineup. I'm saying the lineup that I think Klopp will go with. You understand what I mean? I think the realistic lineup. Yeah, that's what I'm giving. So yeah, yeah. But also, also personally, I won't be starting Nunes. I'll bring Nunes off the bench. Yeah, I'll bring Nunes off the bench. Like when we when we need a goal, maybe if we need a goal late in the game, I'll throw him on. And I'm very, very almost 100% sure Klopp will start Nunes. I think he'll start Diaz. He'll start Jota or Femino. Because Jota loves this fixture. And Femino has been on form. So, yeah, the midfield three picks itself. Because Hendo did very well. He won't bench Hendo. Fabinho will come in because I feel he... Because Arsenal are very, very good in the center of the pitch. So we need more bodies. We can't go in there with it. Understand if we go in there with it or more, it'll be a very long game. So I think it should be a four three three. And um yeah, Salah Jota. You know if you, I didn't mention Alison because Alison is a no-brainer, one of our best yeah. players. So so I am even happy yeah. I saw Killer back. That's a very then my score predictions. My score predictions will be 2 0. Yeah, if we can keep our defense, yes, very but tight keep, to keep a clean sheet with the way we've been playing. <laughs> I was about to say, or 2 1. <laughs> Honestly, I really was about to say, or 2 1. But like, I feel, I feel a 2 0. I don't know why. I feel. Van Dijk has a very, very good game and um, just managed to squeeze it in. Yeah, I think too. Then, um, yeah, 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 yeah. As that's what I have for score predictions. I'm not too good with score predictions, actually, but that's what I feel. Yeah, my 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 own starting lineup, I, I, I would like to play. Um, Normal back for um Trent, Marty, Van Dyke, Simicas, place of Bubu. I would like to see Thiago, Fabio, Henderson. Then I'd like to see Jota playing from the right um, from the left. Um Nunes in the middle, then Salah. I, I won't like the ass to start because I don't really feel the ass impact whenever you start our games. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really a fan. I'm not really a fan like oh. that. So, oh, really? I just feel okay. Like... I noticed you as you started tweeting, no one is talking about Diaz. When you ready, where you the one making a move? So, someone was giving Diaz shade on the timeline. I can't remember the person, I think it was you, but I don't know. It's a, it was, was me there. Now, Diaz, then minutes, minutes <laughs> after, minutes after he, he made the penalty, then <laughs> I had to shut up. <laughs> you see, you had to shut up. You see, all of you that are not, are not patient. Omo Diaz has Diaz has tried to make you make on a free the guy. 
against Crystal Palace. That was like the best cameo, the best 20 to 30 minutes I've seen any attacker of ours play this, this season. Diaz was a one-man he carried, attack. He, he, carried, he, was, he carried that he game. Carried dogs. He carried that game on his carried head. The game. <laughs> he carried it on his head. Guy, I checked his stats after the game. He had 24 duels for an attacker. And he succeeded in like 16. You know how insane that is? <laughs> if a midfielder makes up to 16 duels, I mean, that was incredible. He was everywhere. So me, I'm very, I'm very much, I still have so much faith in Diaz. I like, I like him. I think he can cause Ben White a whole lot of trouble. Ben White can get booked. Then you know, imagine you now bring on Jota when he's tired. Then you now bring in Darwin. That's that kind of a thing. So I think why is Diaz Femino the best? You understand? No, what I think is if Femino starts and Jota is bench. Then you now bring in Jota and Darwin for impact of the bench. I think those two they are more suitable as impact players rather than Femino coming off the bench. Femino coming off the bench most times doesn't do. Funny enough, the last time I remember Femino scoring a goal off the bench was at the Emirates. <laughs> so I don't know, sure. Yeah, he came in and scored two, right? Last or oh, one. Yeah, I, I remember one. Robo, Robo assisted. Jota scored one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very nice, tight and cool finish. Yeah. But let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. I don't think he can go wrong with, it, with any attack he, he goes for. Because there will always be reasons favoring one player over the other. Understand what I mean? So it's just the attackers haven't been too bad this season. Honestly, our major issue has been the defense and the, sometimes the midfield. But midfield, there's injury crisis, so can understand. Yeah, yeah. So thank you very much for for your time and for coming on to to talk about our our dear club. We like to be okay. another. You like to be, I don't know, you like to um, share social media and so that we can follow you. So, yeah, 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 my guys, you can follow me on Twitter at red double underscore Timmy. So that's in um, like small letters, red two underscores Timmy. Yeah, you can hit me up on Twitter, then on Instagram if you want, red underscore Timmy. Instagram is one underscore. So, yeah, follow me. I love Liverpool. I tweet funny stuff sometimes about our club. And yeah. Yeah, it it's been a tweets, pleasure. It is a um, pleasure. Music lyrics, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do that. I do that, too. So, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, follow me up. Uh, if, 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 if you're a podcast lover and you listen to podcasts, you should check out our Footy Stance um, on Twitter. Check their page and follow them. Podcast it's what, yeah. You should check them out too. And good rush for podcast, Larry. Those are um good um podcasts to 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 listen to whenever you are free and you know just check them out. Yeah, you enjoy what you what you what you hear. To come back with um Kanki when Darwin scores next, so. <laughs> we can wrap it up. <laughs> okay, it's been a pleasure. No, no, no problem. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, thank you for listening and staying to the very end. 
We see your reviews on the podcast and we appreciate that. We promise to bring quality content going forward. And this is to all business owners that listen to this podcast. You can promote your businesses on the Never Alone podcast as we got the audience to promote your business too. You can follow our official page at Never Pod on Twitter and also the host at Martins underscore underscore LFC on Twitter. And don't forget to turn on the notification, subscribe and rate the podcast on your various listening apps so as to help fellow Redmen see this content and listen. Don't keep this enjoyment to yourself. <laughs> keep listening and sharing. You never will kill you.